We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jacob Puddle, Looney setting screens, Devin Vassell, Moses Moody making threes. I mean, how many IPAs did you have tonight? I, I look, look, first of all, Chinese New Year. Oh, look, look, there you go, IPA. Not an IPA guy, more of a very shitty light beer guy. Had a nice Corona today, um, although it's not that shitty. I will say, when you said hipster game, I said, DeJounte Murray should be an all-star is probably the hipster take of, of this, of the flavor of the season, right? It's, it's why isn't DeJounte Murray, who's an incredible defender and also coming into his own as, as a score, uh, be an all-star in the West. I think that's a good one. The Spurs are just, I think overall, they've got guys like Derek white, right. Who's just solid. Kelvin, really solid. Kelvin Johnson, my guy. Raymond green says is 15. He's, 10 yeah, to 15 relax. pounds away from being yeah. an all-star. Yeah, relax. Yeah, he's already ginormous. Uh, Devin Vassell no, no, is really the opposite good. way. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say 15 more. Um, it, tonight, Sam, it felt like this was a, this was a Joe Lake of mid-season coronation game. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, really, it's really what it felt like. Young guys looked incredible. It's incredible. Top so, down. So should we start there? We got a yeah. ton of mailbag questions. Yep. Actually, Let's use the mailbag questions as a bounce off because you guys asked everything that matters. <laughs> so we'll go from there as I pull them up, you know, I'm going to have to stall for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, it really was just the perfect, just team. Steve Kerr has never been happy. I'll tell you that. I just, By the I just way, know everyone needs to apologize to Steve. Kerr. This is, <laughs> this is Steve Kerr's best season since 1415. I mean, right. You want to talk about coming back out? Like, first off, Steve's always been a good coach. But I feel like um, he set the bar so high year one, it was easy to kind of start getting annoyed with little things over the years. And this year, I'm back in. It's like year one, Steve. He can do no wrong in my eyes these days. Wow. You see, you see I think that's where we differ. I think I'm getting too... 
I think I'm getting too annoyed at little things. And I realized a couple games into the season that I've been getting annoyed by stuff that I shouldn't be getting annoyed about because of what happened the last two years. But you're right. Like stuff like this game where, you know, Chris Chioza, you know, I'm annoyed watching Chris Chioza. And I don't know why we're starting. Team high, team high plus 17. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible performance from Chris Chioza after just struggling for the first few minutes. And also it's like, what else is Steve supposed to do? They had nine players tonight. Is he not supposed to play Chris Chioza, right? So anyway, I didn't want to start with Chioza, but great game by Chris Chioza. It's just, you're right. Steve Kerr, I just, it's good to be Steve. It's good to be Steve 2.0. Good to be Steve. All right, so we're going to start with this one. And this is for our guy, Evan Zamir, the city. If you don't follow him, you should follow him. Um, He threw out who is Moses Moody, but also thrown in here from at bot X uh, Explomery, sorry. <laughs> Who is the best young prospect on GS Dub, and why is it Moses Moody? So let's let's talk Moody before we get into the question. <laughs> okay, Moody against the Spurs, six for ten from three. After mm. going three for five from three against the Rockets, he was five for thirty-four before that. So he's literally yeah. almost tripled his three-point outcome on this road trip. Yep. Is this not the play? It's not just the shooting, just to be clear. Is this not the player you thought we were going to get when they drafted him? hundred percent. This, this was maybe not six threes, right? But hundred percent, this was the guy. Um, I like this guy, I think more than, than most people, actually not more than Evan, who, who had, I think Moses Moody as like a top five, not, six prospect. You're not going to out Moody, Evan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's one of the smartest guys that, that you can have that, that watches hoops. And he's, I, I think he's right. And, and I apologize for not bringing Moody up yesterday because he played well last night as well. Um, he makes play. Look, this is another hipster take because we should just name this pod the hipster pod. He made it wasn't the six threes that impressed me, Sam. It was the offensive rebound that he got in that scramble drill. And then he kicks it to Jordan Poole in the corner to Damian Lee to Jordan Poole for the for what was the game winning shot. Yeah, just these are winning plays. And that's what I mean, I. Look, the six threes are amazing. He's obviously extremely smart with where he is. He moves. He's not great defensively yet, but I think he's just so the, big and so strong. He'll get there. The oldest 19-year-old I've ever seen. That's <laughs> like that's that's my take with him. It's like obvious. <laughs> look, it was kind of weird that he couldn't hit a shot anytime right. he got run earlier in the right. season. And like right. it's a pretty jump. Like I, I felt like it was gonna come around at some point. But like I'm with you. The thing that stands out to me is like he has. I mean, he plays like 30-year-old Danny Green, where you're just like, that guy just yeah. knows where yeah. to be. He knows the right defensive rotation to make. He hits the glass. He knows how to use his hands to make things difficult. Honestly, he should probably get a few more rotation shots. But the the hard thing for the Warriors is, like, I don't know how we can get in the rotation on a normal night. You know what I mean? Like, there's not minutes to be had. I thought, But anyway, I'm, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, I also agree. Like, there's there's a lot of guys that be, should be playing more right now. Like, GP2 was in foul trouble tonight, but he was incredible. Moses Moody, I think, is probably the guy. Nah, Kaminga has enough upside. But, like, both of those guys, I think, are, are just – we'll get to Kaminga, but have the talent to play more come this, uh, coming down the stretch. Um, these games are what these guys should be doing uh, in the NBA – because you can just see that they're so talented. If they were on the Houston Rockets, who, who the Warriors played last night, they'd be getting 30 minutes a night. And you watch Kaminga and Moody, and, and you can see the G League is good for them, man. 
the G League is especially Moody. I think he has that kind of he's gotten that Jordan Poole uh, boost from the G League. Or he goes down there, shoots 30 times a game, gets confident, comes back up and is awesome. Right. Kamingo, it's a different story. But with Moses Moody, I think he's the G League is good for him. Yeah, I mean, he just it's so hard to imagine him not being a good NBA player for the next decade. And for me, I, I don't even want to write a ceiling on him. Like the hmm, the knock on him coming out of the draft is like, well, he's gonna be good, but what's the upside here? He's just gonna be a excuse me, three and D guy, right? And I'm watching him and I'm going, why can't he be more than that? Why can't he do more things to help? Like he makes winning plays in general. Seven rebounds tonight. It felt like he was wherever the loose ball was in general. Like you just can't teach that kind of feel. Obviously he was hitting his shots. I'm not willing to put a ceiling on him because he's, he's 19 years old, man. If you have that kind of feel and you have that kind of jump shot. And by the way, Shout out friend of the show, Joe Lacob. We love wingspan. <laughs> um, he does have a lot of length. He plays bigger than I think he's six five. And some he was he measured six five without shoes. He plays bigger than his height. So I'm not willing to put him in a box. Seven one wingspan, by the way. Seven one wingspan. Not willing to put him in a box. What if he is Chris Middleton 2.0? I don't know, you know. Like the, he, he might be more than just a three and D guy. He might be able to do a little more uh, great, great game for him. Um, but to our guy bought extraordinary question, I'm going to go with Kuminga as still having the highest upside of, of the young guys. Um, tell me, because I feel like the Spurs game was the full Kuminga experience, right? It was. So, okay. I, by the way, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned upside and, and, and few. I should have touched on that. Um, I agree because I think Moses Moody has the cleanest path to being the just a great basketball, a good to great basketball player in, in the Highest NBA floor. as a role player as, for a long time. Just yeah, he has it. it. You mentioned Danny Green, and it just popped in my head. I was like, yeah, that. I mean, that's the guy. Outside of the dirty hits in the head to Clay uh, every other season, like it's it's that's that's who he should be for the next fifteen seasons. Danny Green is still in the NBA ridiculously i don't know how um but also moses moody depending on how he gets with his handle because i think he's a little slow laterally but if he's going to get a handle like i don't know damar or chris middleton i mean those guys are pretty damn good scores but if he can get some type of handle like that where he can get to a mid-range shot it'd be good um kaminga tonight to kaminga hilarious game i think from kaminga didn't it look like to you that he was miserable on the basketball court for the first half like he looked unhappy um, every he had that and one layup in transition, and usually he's smiling. He turned around, no expression. The guy the he looked he looked annoyed that he he didn't yeah. get a start. You know, like they they have uh, yeah. no Steph Curry, yeah, um, no Clay Thompson, obviously no Draymond Green, uh, no Wiggins. I mean, I can keep going down the names, but he's like, and I still can't start. You know, like that's the energy I got from him in the early part of the game. Yep. He looked like annoyed as hell. Like I think Steve pulled him aside twice in the first half. And was kind of on him about just general energy would, would be my guess about what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. But then the second half came. And, and then, I mean, made a couple of threes. And I think what it's like, what all young kids, what makes them better is that they get a couple easy looks at the basket and they just get energized. It's like what, what we saw Wiseman last season. Um, if you got a bucket or an easy dunk, he plays better defense, or at least he plays harder defense. And it looks the same with Kaminga. 
Um, it, it just he's going to play so much better. The difference with those two guys is that you can see Kaminga has some pretty sick feel to the game, right? Those post-ups and pump fakes and drives to the hole. He's already knocking out NBA centers, Sam. Just knocking them out and knocking them down. And he's a 19-year-old kid. Crazy strength to me. That's really the biggest thing that I took out of this. He's going to run guys over like Giannis for 10 years. Yeah, he had a couple uh, errant passes that were turnovers. But the thing that stands out to me is, like, he sees the passes. And I feel like uh, the harder part of the whole uh, playmaking process is actually seeing the floor. Like, you can – you can clean it up and become kind of a more precise passer, but you can't really teach someone to see the floor, right? He had a few plays that way. Um, I mean, he's just a physical force. Like I, I hate the Giannis comparison because I think Giannis is just on another level from pretty much anyone ever. So physically overpowering though, Kaminguez, even as yeah. a kid. Yeah, right? that, I mean, it, it just on, it just on the flip side, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's 19 and. I don't know. He's was there anyone on the floor who had a strength advantage on him? Yeah, these aren't these are not scrubs. The Spurs have all good bat. Now they're not great, but they're all good basketball players. Um, all of them, and, and and they're coached by Pop. So it's and they just it just looked like they stood no chance in the paint. He knocked two of those centers out. I don't know why he kept knocking them out. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, it's just he's the only guy that I think on this team that consistently can go to the hole that aggressively and finish. He's the only guy on this team that can do that. Yeah, and, like, you can see the pathway to him being an absolutely vital piece for this team in the coming years because that's something we've wanted around Steph and Clay and Draymond pretty much forever, right? Like, you just need someone who can, quote-unquote, bully it to the hole. And yeah, I thought he played phenomenal game, and I, and I get that the Warriors have been a little hard on him, with with minutes but i'm not convinced it's not going to pay off because like he is young he is a little out of control and i think the way that they're developing him may end up being better for him long term than anything so you're you're in on this you're in on this pseudo bobby knight type heart tough love <laughs> steve kerr thing that he's doing with kaminga you're in i think i i, I am in because I think he can take it. That's the thing that, that excites me about him. Like, I like the fact that he was annoyed and he responded to it in the second half. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to be- it's, it's, it, it's, uh, it's an attractive quality that he responds to that sort of coaching. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think Jordan Poole has the same thing where, where I think Jordan Poole has been kind of coached like this too, where – Jordan Poole has just an enormous amount of confidence and talent. And sometimes Steve Kerr's job is to rein it in. His job is to rein it in because he wants to preach good habits to these guys. So I, you know, I'm still on the kind of, you know, he does need some more minutes, but, but Hey, it's working. He was fantastic tonight. And Steve was Steven, Steven Kamingo were dapping it up after game, smiling it up. So he's, he's made the right moves all season. Like you said, can't complain. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. We're going to take this in a curveball direction from Chris LaBarbera. How do we feel about the Ben Simmons trade talk early in the season? Did we make the right move not going all in on that potential deal? I appreciate this right now. Obviously, uh, Ramona Shelbourne had the Ben Simmons piece today. Oh, God. I I know you read that. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Jesus. Um. Look, I, I was probably more all in than you were. I, I was ready to trade the pick and and Wiseman and Wiggins for for Ben Simmons just because I thought he was a special defensive player. And and if you can put someone as smart as Draymond Green with the ball in his hands, this team's going to be great. And and honestly, I think they still would be, they still would be. But where I was wrong, Sam, was that I didn't think the Warriors would be a championship contender with the pieces that they have today, and I didn't believe that those first round draft picks would matter in the short term. So I'm pretty sure I'm wrong there because this team could win a championship this season. And it looks like Kaminga and Moody are going to be good basketball players, if not this season, then the next two. So I think that's where I was wrong. I think the Warriors are still very good if they have Ben Simmons right now. They, they probably might, might – they might be better, but like I still think that they're, they're championship contenders with Ben Simmons that can get them over the hump. But I just didn't think that they'd be this good without with doing that move. I agree with you. I think you bring up a strong point. Ben Simmons hasn't played this year. It's easy to be like, wow, they made the right move. You're not envisioning what a Draymond Green, Ben Simmons front line with like GP2 and Clay on the wings looks like. Like that, that would be pretty awesome. But I was always uncomfortable with how much Daryl Morey wanted. And the Warriors were right to pass on it because. Honestly, like if they traded for Ben Simmons right now, what is it really going to take? You know, Wiggins and a pick, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like they would have massively overpaid and they didn't need to overpay and they were right to bet on themselves and kudos to organization for 
at least realizing it and making the right moves, hiring the right coaches to make their development staff better. And now, you know, we'll see what Mozambique becomes. We'll see what Kuminga becomes. But they're dealing from a position of strength more so than like, all right, we don't know how to develop anyone. So just take them all because we need something good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, they're moving, they're, they're from a position of strength, which is like just organizationally a smarter move. So uh, it, it is. And, and if they were, and they're not going to make a move now where they were looking to trade Kaminga and, yeah. and Andrew Wiggins and Moody, they're, those trade values are, are as high as, as they've ever been. Right. Kaminga, just the number seventh pick with no, with no name next to it is not as high as Kaminga is right now. Andrew Wiggins trade value has never been higher. Moses Moody, you know, he, he's probably got the least trade value, but he's still going to be a good basket. Like, Again, they're not going to make a move, right? But the fact that they've stayed the course and drafted the right guys, as well as bringing in the coaching staff that's helped develop these guys, and that includes Wiggins, are also right moves. And I think that's what we discounted too. We were hoping that they would bring in new coaches, or at least me, and uh, they did, but I didn't actually think they'd have this much of an impact, man. It, it feels like the Giants hiring 30 coaches and it actually mattering on the field. It's crazy. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Next question from Bernardo Diaz. Do you think JTA and Lee will be gone next season and Moody and Kuminga will take their place? Oh, you take this one. I feel like you have a good hand on this one. I want to give some love to JTA and Damian Lee because I feel like they kind of get overlooked by the fan base because the young guys are more exciting. And obviously like the old school core stars are what they are. So you kind of lose track of the fact that these guys are just solid rotation pieces, solid rotation players. I thought Damian Lee played a phenomenal game, 21 points, five for 10 from three tonight. Also, was involved in that key offensive rebound that turned into the Jordan Poole game winner. Um, Juan did not have as good a game tonight, but I thought he played really well against Houston. He still had seven assists tonight. Yep. I think for vets off the bench who are in veteran minimums, they are performing as well as humanly possible. And I'm not convinced they're gone next year because there's, it's very hard to find guys like Damian Lee who can be out of the rotation and it's cool. And then they come into the rotation and they give you a level of production. Like he's just a solid player. Juan's also just a solid player. Maybe they get less minutes when Moody and Kuminga come into it, but I'm not, I'm not so sure that the Warriors need to get rid of them or anything. Uh, yeah. I think the question's a little harsh, but I, I think I, I get what he's saying. Um, Damian Lee and JTA have this, I think this thing where we've watched a lot of those guys. And anytime you watch a lot of a player, you start to, I think, see more of the warts than, than, than the good, especially if like, they're not that good. Right. And these guys are, are good vet players, but they're, they're vet players, vetmen guys. And I think, you know, sometimes when that happens, you just, you just like, Oh God, it's that turnover again. Right. Or, Oh God, he's, he's missing these shots again. So I think for me, those guys have that kind of thing about them. I'm with you though. I think the value of Damian Lee is a lot higher than JTA. Um, but end of the day, I think if it, it's the same thing, right? If they can get some good, solid veterans that are j- chasing championships, like those guys are probably going to get more. Auto Porter and the elites are probably more valuable to this team right now than those two guys. Um, nah, maybe even not actually. Belly's probably out of the probably with those three guys. Auto is. Auto is. Auto is. Auto is. But like Belly's probably like the same kind of realm as as those other two sure. guys. Just different um, position. 
long way to say that I think I, I, I think it's cool that they they've gotten NBA careers, but I don't think I care if they're not. It's kind of harsh, but I don't know if I care if they're not on the team next year. So anyway. Let's that's, that's, that's keep it moving. I feel kind of bad saying that. But. All right, from Samarth, what's the final nine-man rotation you guys want to see in the, for the finals? So where's your playoff rotation as of today? So Steph, Clay, Draymond, Looney, Wiggins are, are started. I was going to say Kaminga. Um, <laughs> then you've got – okay, so that's five. So you got Otto Porter. I feel like we get this question every other week. So you got Otto Porter. You've got – uh, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, who had a fantastic game tonight. Uh, I'm sure he's happy about shooting 25 times. Um, uh, Gary Payne. Gary Payne. Uh, so that's eight. Andre Godala, so that's nine. Who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing someone. No. No? I think you're that's nine. Good. I mean, is it, do you want Juan in there? Do you want Bielitsa in there? Do you want... Uh... Steve is. No, I think, I think you nailed it pretty much. I, you got your starting five. Um, and then outside of your starting five, GP2, by the way, I hope he's healthy. Um, Jordan Poole and Otto Porter are the automatic, so that's eight. I guess the only thing I would say is the ninth man is is it's a little more dependent on who's healthy. Is it Iguodala? Do you want to go with um, Kuminga to get some energy? Do you want Damian Lee in there for more shooting? Those side of Those type of things. But in general... I feel like they have like a clear eight and then it goes from there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. So this this is a good question from Fresh Donuts. Will Draymond be traded next season? I I don't think his question I don't think his question is about Draymond. I think his point is that they are now um, ten and four since Draymond's gone down. They're winning at a pretty high clip, and they're still de- defending at a pretty decent clip without Draymond. So what do you make of that? I cannot. First of all, no. He will not. There's a better chance of there's like a I, w- I would say like a 90 plus percent chance that he'll actually be extended, depending on how much he wants to get paid. Um, it can't win a championship without him. Yeah, yeah, but let, let, let's okay. So let's back it up. There, there's this is there's two conversations to be had. One is what they're see. How are they winning? without Draymond. And then okay. the second is what is their ceiling without Draymond? So let's start with the first one. They're still defending well without Draymond. How are they doing that? They've got great defensive players. They they've got great defensive players, and they've also played teams that aren't very, like, frankly, just aren't great. 
in the stretch here in the last eight games. What are they, seven and one, eight and one now? Um, they just haven't played great teams. If they've played great teams, those guys have had guys hurt. Like, I, I, I feel bad saying that, but I think that's just kind of a regular season thing, right? It, it's like they're not as they're not defensively as fake as they were last season, but I think that against good teams, uh, they're going to need Draymond to defend them. Like they're not guarding the they're not guarding the. Um, well, I think we we, we probably Suns and Nets right now that I'm. Watching. We probably have to give teams. the front office and Steve Kerr some credit that they've assembled a roster that can survive without Draymond. That's the way I would define it. Like they don't need Draymond to beat the the Spurs, the Rockets, the Wolves. Does that make sense? Like they can defend at a passable level against a bunch of good teams without Draymond. But I agree with you because the one game you need to watch to just remind you that they're only a second round team without Draymond is the Milwaukee Bucks game. It didn't even, I mean, they weren't even in that game. Right. And I don't know if they can beat the Bucks with Draymond, but I know they don't have a shot without him. Right. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. No, 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 I just, I was great. I'm with you. I mean, I'm watching the Suns right now, and same thing. I'm not beating them without Draymond. The Jazz, you know, with them collapsing, maybe. But you can even say Lakers, yeah. You could even throw that in there. Oh, I don't think they could beat the Lakers without Draymond. Right? So, yeah, Yeah, because it's like Anthony Davis, LeBron. And I yeah. think it's one of those things where it's like, so the, the third question here that was brought up from our guy, Vignesh, uh, Viggy, Fresh, Viggy. shout out, GS Dub fast break blog who's the best player in the Warriors and why is it Moses Maloon I mean that's the point Looney is just an excellent smart good player that every team would want and that's just kind of what the roster looks like without Draymond you got Looney you got Wiggins you got GP2 you got guys like Damian Lee um, you got guys like Otto Porter who just keep a shit on defense and like they're good and this team can just generate wins without Draymond in a way that they they could not have two years ago. You know what I mean? Like, it just never happens. And don't let that, like, confuse you to what they need to actually play against the best teams, which obviously involves Draymond Green. Incredible segueing. Just incredible segueing from the Draymond question to the defense to Kevon Looney. I got nothing for you, man. I, I am in agreement. Uh this this team right now, it, like they're they're like the Phoenix. They're no, not the Phoenix. They're like the Spurs. They're like the, that machine that just year in year out. They're winning fifth, mid fifties. The question remains of you know their their prime guys are older and, and they're kind of injured. So are they good enough to win a championship? And we'll see. But I think that Steve Kerr, you know, tonight coaching against his mentor and, and idol. Um, has kind of created that machine, man. Like the Warriors are going to be this, be this good for the next two, three years because yeah. of those guys and, and, the, and the guys that they built around them, like you just said. The Spurs are actually a perfect analogy because it's like, how many games do they win when Tim Duncan didn't play the last few years? A ton. How many big games did they win without Tim Duncan? Not so many, you know, it's like it, you develop the culture. And this is why I want to give Steve Kerr credit. So I'll give Bob Myers, those guys credit. You develop a culture so you can generate wins in the regular season so that your big guys can be ready for the big games come the playoffs. Um, I don't know why we, we've just transitioned this, but like it does really feel 
like this season they've developed something that is going to allow them to get there. Speaking of Draymond, we didn't even get to this, but like yeah. we got the update today. He's definitely out till the all-star break, maybe longer. That's why it's important to have a, have like a culture that like can survive without him because we both agree they need him to, to compete for a title. Um, so they need to be able to survive without him, right? Yep. And I think games like tonight, the San Antonio Spurs game, where they only had young guys playing vets that don't play much, they had those guys play tonight's game, and those guys were fantastic. And I think, you know, we see Kaminga, who's obviously a little like, oh, I need to play more minutes, right? Jordan Poole out there looks like, you know, I've, I'm on the bench because of Clay, and sometimes he's aggressive and sometimes he's not. Tonight he got his shots up, and, and you see JTA – and Lee, who, who have, you know, had some bad stretch of the season, was great tonight and, and last night. So, like, these games, I think, are just good. Just good. I think, I think for just for the morale of the team, I think now that we look at this Warriors team, two seed is probably where they're going to end up, right? Just They're just that good now. I, I think there's not much more we need to know in the regular season. Um, and then with the Draymond news, man, if he's going to be out that much longer than the All-Star break, I am getting a little concerned. But they keep saying that he's getting better. He's getting better. Draymond keeps tweeting like he's fine. So I, I feel like he's okay, Sam. But I just I might just be hoping, wishful thinking. Let's we'll let's see. end let's end on this because I'm looking at Jordan Poole in the post game, just oh, in the boy. pure hipster attire. And What's, what is he wearing? My guy right now. Oh God, I see it. Oh God. <laughs> 31, six and five tonight. I think it's pretty clear. He's, I don't think he loves the fact he has to come off the bench. Oh, really? Shocker. Dude with the <laughs> utmost confidence want, wants every opportunity possible. I don't blame him, by the way, either. Yep. In any capacity. Where are you at with Jordan Poole? Love it. Fucking love it. I just, I love it. He, look, man, season one, Jordan Poole, I was just not happy. C- kid couldn't hit a shot. If, if he was trying to shoot into the goddamn ocean. And now, dude, he comes off the bench, like four minutes left in the game. I don't know why he was sitting for that long. Um, comes in, and he shoots a step back three in the corner, clanks it, right? But I'm just laughing. I'm just giggling because I'm like, it's crunch time. The Warriors are down like five. After they've been down like 15, they're making a comeback here. Jordan Poole comes in, he just chucks it. I think he's got the most confidence on this team outside of Steph. Like outside of, I'm not actually Clay, outside of Clay. Clay. Clay, yeah. <laughs> like he's the guy that just absurd levels of confidence. I don't know if he's going to be a star, Sam, but I do think he's going to average like six, seven free. That's the one thing. I think he's going to average like six, seven free throws in his prime. He fell down and hit the floor like eight times tonight and just popped right back up and, and just went and just made every single free throw. Kids, yeah. kids are, man. I go back and forth. I'm not willing to rule out the chance he could be a star. I'm not willing to go there. Um, he has star moxie, to be fair. You know, Should be fair like Jordan Clarkson. You know. Yeah, Clarkson has it. James Harden has it. Could go either way. You know? <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my point, though, right? Like, I think he's – I think he's a I – like, I like everything about him. And I'm, I'm at this point, I'm just intrigued to see where it goes. Like the Warriors have him under contract for a full year next year and Wiggins, same thing. They don't need to make any sort of decisions anytime soon. 
and I'm kind of with them on it. Why worry about it? Let's just play it out. Like he's good. He can be unhappy coming off the bench in the short term, but like, we don't need to like, we, we don't need to make a rash decision and trade him today. You know? Oh, whoa, whoa. Just, yeah. roll, just roll it. Just roll with it and deal with the decision when you have to. Things are good. The vibes are strong right now. Right. Vibes are strong. I think, uh, look, everybody's, everybody's happy. Um, I think right now with, with where the Warriors are going to be, if, if you're Steph and Clay, you're watching this, I guess maybe we can hop off here. If you're Steph and you're Clay and you're Draymond, who's going to be back in a month or whatever, you're watching this and you're like, you know, maybe, maybe they probably not thinking this, but deep down, maybe they said, you know, we got one or two year window here. We got to win a championship. We got to get our fourth together. Right. And you watch this game and you watch these guys develop. And I don't know, man, like Draymond looks ahead. He, he's, he's pretty, pretty smart guy. And he's probably looking at this like, Dude, if, if we don't fuck this up and we get Poo and Kaminga and we get these guys confident and, and become really, really good basketball players, we can fucking win two, three more in the next like six years. We might have a seven-year window. Yeah. We <laughs> might we might be able to pull the Tim Duncan and be like, exactly. yeah, I'm playing 40 games and that'll be there in the playoffs, you know? Yep. Like yep. that's the dream. It seemed far-fetched. It <laughs> might be possible. Fucking Joey Light Years. Shout out to Joey Light Years. Fitting. All right, we end it here. Appreciate everyone. Subscribe, rate five stars. We'll see you guys after the Kings game. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.